Section 28 of Dedications. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dedications by Mary Elizabeth Brown. To Things Animate and Inanimate. The Romance of the Sea by Thatcher M. Brown. To the Good Clipper, Herald of the Morning, which weathered many gales and brought us safely home and anchored us in New York Harbor, May 11, 1858. They talk of the pleasures of sailing, o'er the wide and the lone blue sea, but poets are given to fibbing, it has lost all its romance for me. The days they are tedious and misty, the nights they are rainy and cold, we are tossed from one side to the other, and the beef is most shockingly old. Our ship is much given to rolling, one certainly thinks she was drunk, she takes over water and hogsheads. There's a leak just over my bunk. I am seated to leeward at dinner. That lurch caused a direful mishap. The soup that was meant for my comfort deposits itself in my lap. I stand some fine morning in wonder at the billows that follow so quick, when aboard comes a terrible roller, and my romance is washed to old Nick. I wish most devoutly that poet, who sings of the charm of the sea, was aboard an American clipper, with the horn just under his lee. Methinks he'd give over his romance, and be glad to alter his tune, and return to the love in a cottage, in the leafy month of June. No longer ago than last Sunday, my last pair of breeches I bent, and here it is the evening of Monday, and see what a horrible rent my boots they are falling to pieces my coats are a wonder to me i shall shortly be left without garments they carry no tailors to see once i thought a sailor an angel and not over given to grog alas i find they are mortals and often get drunk as a log they lie they steal and they gamble i'd rather make mortar by far or climb with a hod up a ladder than live as a jolly jack tar Salt water looks best at a distance, but hark, what's that terrible crash? We've taken a sea in amidships, and washed away galley and mast. And lo, the unfortunate porker, whose carcass we expected to eat, has departed to Davy Jones' locker, and banished our dreams of fresh meat. They sing of the pleasures of sailing, o'er the wide and the lone blue sea, but a berth by a blazing fireside, and some terra firmer for me. Little Thatcher's Fourth Birthday by Mrs. C. M. Van Wagenen, 1880 Dedicated to the Four-Leaved Clover Search the meadow over for a four-leaved clover. Little Thatcher's four today in the meadow loves to play. Surely some kind sprite has hidden just one leaf and now unbidden neath the winter sleet and snow. For good luck the sign will show. See it, pluck it, press it, send it, quickly lest the day be done and the wishes with the blessings banish with the setting sun for the blessings love joy peace and without measure favour of the lord whose grace giveth unto each his place cloverleaf from gold earth springing thatcher in his nursery singing the joys of childhood by mrs c m van wagenen unpublished dedicated to betty to my doll i love my dolly yes indeed you may be old and gone to seed as people say, but you're my own, my dearest child, though perhaps you look a little wild. My walking doll, my talking doll, are very fine, but they are parvenu, so says Mamma, and only of today. But Lisbeth S. was her best loved, and named for the dear giver. 
i never saw him for he died because he had a liver now you see why the bestest dress must go to lovely lisbeth s one eye is gone your nose and chin are melted in and once i scrubbed you too hard and long and all your pretty colour flew your back and arms are not so strong but still you're lovelier than the new and that's the reason why you see you always always play with me the joys of childhood by mrs c m van wagenen unpublished to my railroad system by a boy why so i have got lots of toys and some can make a precious noise but give me you yes every time mamma says oh it clutters so but daddy says show he'll be a railroad magnet yet what's that why something big you bet like that queer steel that picks out things needles and nails and screws and things to beat the band that's all i say but when i stand as tall as j k j i'll give him one for every letter to make a rhyme will praise you better stopping at an inn translation from the german of uland by mrs j p van wagenen n d to an apple tree towards a kindly inn of late my way i quickly wended a golden apple was the sign which from a bough depended it was the friendly apple tree and many guests divided on fluttering wings the dainty things the noble host provided i laid me down to sweetest rest on softest couch reposing of emerald green the mossy bed with draperies green enclosing when i arose refreshed at dawn and asked my host his reckoning he only shook his stalwart head with kindly gesture beckoning and as we parted then and there my heart replete with pleasure i blessed him well from top to toe or root to crown with overflowing measure the idle thoughts of an idle fellow by jerome k jerome eighteen eighty six to the very dear and well-beloved friend of my prosperous and evil days to the friend who though in the early stages of our acquaintanceship did oft-times disagree with me has since come to be my very warmest comrade to the friend who however often i may put him out never now upsets me in revenge to the friend who treated with marked coldness by all the female members of my household and regarded with suspicion by my very dog nevertheless seems day by day to be more drawn by me and in return to more and more impregnate me with the odour of his friendship to the friend who never tells me of my faults never wants to borrow money and never talks about himself to the companion of my idle hours the soother of my sorrows the confidant of my joys and hopes my oldest and strongest pipe this little volume is gratefully and affectionately dedicated sketches from concord and appledore by frank preston stearns eighteen ninety five to the jacques Minot rose the village watchtower by kate douglas wiggin eighteen ninety five dear old apple tree under whose gnarled branches these stories were written to you i dedicate the book my head was so close to you who can tell from whence the thoughts came i only know that when all the other trees in the orchard were barren there were always stories to be found under your branches and so it is our joint book dear apple tree your pink blossoms have fallen on the page as i wrote your ruddy fruit has dropped into my lap the sunshine streamed through your leaves and tipped my pencil with gold 
the birds singing in your boughs may have lent a sweet note here and there and do you remember the day when the gentle shower came we just curled the closer and you and i the sky and all cried together while we wrote the four-room rug it should be a lovely book dear apple tree but alas it is not altogether that because i am not so simple as you and because i have strayed farther away from the heart of mother nature quillcoat hollis maine august twelfth eighteen ninety five history of the union jack how it grew and what it is by barlow cumberland nineteen hundred to the flag itself this story of the union jack is dedicated with much respect by one of its sons the voice of the pine by charles a schumacher nineteen o one there is a pine how my heart knows where with hair all tangled by the careless years that came a hundred gay and found it there and laughing so had missed its heart of tears i chanced that way nor dreamed its sacred spot but when a voice came forth and spoke to me a wonder grew and yet the years heard not though they had passed that way for a century and shall i tell you what it said to me only this glory lingers in the west though sun is gone and sky bends close to sea forevermore and silence is the rest the road mender by michael fairless nineteen o two to my mother and to earth my mother whom i love history of the german struggle for liberty by pulteney bigelow nineteen o three to caribbee my cruising canoe in her i have slept by night and sailed by day for weeks and months at a time exploring the beautiful waterways of the german fatherland she has made me friends with every kind of man the bargee the raftsman the peasant the woodchopper the weaver the gendarme the parish parson the miller the tax collector and many more of the types that make life interesting to the contemplative traveller by the aid of caribbee i learned to feel how germans feel without her this book would not have been written sport on the nilgaris and in wineand by f w fletcher nineteen eleven to my forty-five let love-sick swains in cupid's chains bound fast prate of their blisses and rave and swear not can compare with soft vows sealed with kisses let britain's bold the maxim hold that cricket's life's elixir no greater bliss to them than this well hit by jove a sixer let scots proclaim the royal game of golf without a rival and quaff a brew of mountain dew to welcome its revival let some opine that joy divine is found in thee lawn tennis pat ball at best and i protest that joy beyond my ken is but what are these which others please to us who know the measure of bliss past speech which those can reach who count thee first my treasure then while kind fate to hold thee straight gives me the power i'll stifle all love save love of thy bright groove my little trusty rifle the unknown god by b l putnam wheel nineteen eleven to a pair of bright eyes laughing under a green hat australia described by frank fox nineteen eleven to the fierce sun of australia which tempers men as fire tempers steel to the gracious sun of australia which makes nature teem with bounty to the glowing sun of australia which warms the heart enkindles the eye 
ruddies the cheek this is a tribute crowds by gerald stanley lee 1913 gratefully inscribed to a little mountain a great meadow and a woman to the mountain for the sense of time to the meadow for the sense of space and to the woman for the sense of everything a primal element by c m van wagenen 1913 unpublished sonnet by c m v w dedicated to fire master and servant deadly foe and friend satanic forces in thy life contend love hate joy woe within thy bosom blend in deepest depths thou dost forever rage from mountain tops dost burst from age to age titanic force no human art may gauge destroyer of all life within thy path no human force may e'er control thy wrath yet life itself doth on thy power depend and courts thy favour even to life's end while all man's wit and wisdom cry aloud to draw thee from the throne where thou dost dwell to do him service from the upper cloud thy home as in thy subterranean hell the book of ease by candace wheeler nineteen thirteen unpublished dedication i dedicate this book of ease to that dear plane of comfort blessed bed of all man's fine inventions most inspired most competent most fitted to his great mortal needs it beckons him to rest to body's utter freedom to sure surcease of care and more than all to blessed blessed sleep as the tired swimmer floats upon the sea its liquid rest fitting each curve and hollow of his dear flesh or as the wide-winged bird upheld by viewless air each fearless feather quivering with delight so lieth one upon his bed of ease thanking both god and man for darkness and for rest the carnival of summer by candace wheeler nineteen thirteen unpublished to the meadow lilies listen where the lilies ring joy bells out to greet the king summer who doth walk in state where the meadow blossoms wait where the slender grasses sway jewel crowned at break of day scarlet bells golden bells tender curving lily bells ring to greet at break of day summer on his kingly way purple mantle all unrolled flecked with shadows green and gold shapes of flying outstretched wings shapes of fair imaginings which the slender sunbeam weaves under tender newborn leaves and the voice of nature sings and the wonder music rings scarlet bells golden bells tender curving lily bells ring to greet at break of day summer on his kingly way australasia by henry clarence kendall n d to a mountain to thee o father of the stately peaks above me in the loftier light to thee imperial brother of those awful hills whose feet are set in splendid spheres of flame whose heads are where the gods are and whose sides of strength are belted round with all the zones of all the world i dedicate these songs other verses follow when i'm a man by alice weber n d to ethel and mamie and a certain armchair it would have been interesting to add to this chapter a dedication to water to a lake river or the like but such a dedication after much search has not yet come to light the nearest approach to it is in the foreword to emma s carter's lay of the lake 
they were wise those ancients who built their altars at the sources of the rivers where the rill gurgled forth from the rock like that slender trickling stream of castalia that slips so silently through the crevices of the mysterious mountain to its quiet pool below the temple at delphi they recognized the source of things for the same reason i send forth my little verses from the lakeside where so many of them were written to trickle perhaps a little way and then to rest in some quiet pool of memory reflecting still these shores to hearts that love them mohonk lake 1910 end of section 28